This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 877-337-6666. Gary is calling from Mayapack. What's up, Gary? What's up, Sal? Hey, uh, I was listening to you talk about Syndergaard opening his big mouth again. I, I don't know where the bitterness comes from with this guy. He missed the entire 2020 season. The Mets, he begged, just make a qualifying offer. The Mets make the qualifying offer of 18-4. He never goes back to them after he gets his offer from the Angels. And now every chance he gets, this guy throws shade at the Mets. I don't know if you remember when the uh, Angel pitcher threw a no-hitter. Reed, uh, Reed something was his yeah. name. Right, and and he said that's what a real no-hitter looks like because we had that combined That's what no-hitter. I mean. He's been one thing after another taking little jabs at the Mets. Like, let it go, dude. A, you suck. B, let it go. Move on. The Mets have. Why can't you? Maybe he's jealous that Scherzer got all the money and took over his spot. I'm not sure what his problem is. And, and even, like, when, when, the, when the beat writers went to uh, Anaheim, the first series, he, he hit. He didn't talk to them. And then I think he... he tweeted something out because his name is Thor. He was like, uh, well, he was saving a burning school boss. Like, he, he just says, and he even went after Mike Francesa, if you remember. After the Mets didn't uh, sign him, he said they're better off without him. And then he said something about a legend like Mike saying, I didn't know that guy was still alive. Congrats. Yeah, I mean, come on. He's so sensitive, Syndergaard. Get lost, please. And he did get lost. I don't care that he's pitching in the World Series. He's not even really pitching anyway, Gary. He's going to start, and thank you for the call. As always, good to hear from you. He's going to start Game 5, but he's certainly not going to finish it. I mean, nobody finishes anyway, but he won't even get through 5. It's basically a bullpen game. He's not the same pitcher. And, look, any Met fan loved Syndergaard 2015-2016. That's a long time ago now. A lot has changed since 2016 where we saw him go toe-to-toe with Madison Bumgarner in the wildcard game at City Field. A lot has changed. I'm not sure. You're right. I'm not sure where the bitterness comes from, though. It's unbecoming. Taco Frank in Hamilton, New Jersey. What's up, Taco Frank? Uh, before we get to the Phillies, uh, that's a great Bobby V story. Uh, reminds me of like, when the, uh, in the, with the, the Christmas story when the kid finally gets up to see Santa. And Santa tells him, uh, you'll shoot your eye out before you want to <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And I, I can't believe you got up to Bobby. That's what he told you. Got to get in shape, <laughs> my man. Yeah, a, a what? Got to get in shape. <laughs> hey, bad luck. Meanwhile, luck meanwhile Butch luck. Husky was his right fielder, and he's telling me I got to get in shape. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, man. That's a great, that's a great Bobby V voice, too, bro. <laughs> um, you want to talk about uh, luck in sports, man, bad, and bad luck. I've probably watched Posada's throw 200 times on Dave Roberts in 2004. <laughs> and, and if that throw is an inch over, 
I get to throw 28 rings in you and Hector's face all the time <laughs> instead of 27. You know, the, the, just think about it. Two inches, the sweep never happened. None of that Red Sox crap. Maybe the curse still continues to this day. Sure. It's it's yeah. it's real. You're exactly right. I mean, that is that's part of what we're talking about with the luck. A couple inches here or there. And in that type of series in particular, where they needed a lot of luck to be able to come down from 03, even just to get started on the path. You're exactly right. But unfortunately for you, it didn't work out in your favor. The one rare time. Hey, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the crowd tonight, man, was, was pretty amped up until Alvarado, uh, his first pitch there hit Alvarez. And, uh, you know, you know, I was at the game tonight. and uh, A little early to pull Nola, but... You know, just watching it, you kind of got the feeling Nola was about to implode. He's he's done that several times this year. And uh, Alvarado's been their best all postseason. You know, he's kind of the the go-to guy. And bases loaded, no outs. I guess that's what he was thinking. But it it drives me nuts. You know, you you pull these starting pitchers out. Yeah, but I can't question him there. I I can't question him in that spot. Because like you said, Nola has imploded recently here. He's been imploding in the postseason as well. So Alvarado's been their shutdown guy. I like that move being aggressive right there. It didn't work out, but it wouldn't have mattered anyway because Philly couldn't get a hit. Nah, man, it was, it, but there wasn't really even anything close to a hit. You have your ticket you know, sub now. Of, How does that work? Because your ticket, that, that, man, that ticket sub could be you know, worth something in a couple of years. I, I said that to my father tonight. You know, it, there is, there's, there's no way to even get a sub for these games. Terrible. You can, you can go onto a website and they'll send you a virtual sub. You yeah, know, you know that's like having a, a blue Mets hat signed with a blue you know, <laughs> marker. <laughs> you know, like, what, what am I going to do with a virtual yeah. stuff? Who's going to see but, that? Uh, By the way, are you going to Game Five? Yeah, I'll be there tomorrow, and we're in. Uh, we're, we're kicking. Or originally was going to go. Well, we were going to go down to Houston because Thursday for the Eagles, and then Friday to catch the uh, the Phillies game. But sure. the rain, uh, the rain screwed that up. So this is it for you. Um, this will be the last. You're not going to Game Six or Seven. Nah, nah. This this will be it. And a uh, um, couple couple wacky stats for you, which I know you already know. But uh, be Verlander tomorrow. Owen six though. How crazy is that? A pitcher that that great. Owen six now in the World Series with an ERA over six. And uh, and another wacky stat I thought was uh, tomorrow night. And I mean, you can explain. You know, it's understandable. But uh, the Astros one minus one sixty tomorrow. You know, on the wow. road, on on a team that's six and one at home in the playoffs. You know, so that I mean, that's a big number for baseball. One, you know, uh, you know, again, Berlin, huge. Yeah, this is guard, it. But. This this is the series here. Huge game, and a part of me feels like, well, Verlanders do, but another part of me feels like you do with the Phillies' offense. Where, I mean, they they hit. They're not going to get no hit again. They're not going to get shut down again, are they? I, I I can't see it, man. I mean, I, I'm more of the school of thought, you know, a negative Nancy deal. But I, you know, I think Verlander probably do. But um, you know, I you're right. I mean, it's so crazy how it goes from one night five homers, and uh, you know, then it goes goes to being no hit. And uh, you know, I again, I busted your chops big time back in April when you you know you celebrated the eight pitcher no hitter. Um, I, you know, I can't stand that they take these guys out so quick. And, uh, you know, he wasn't going nine tonight, but man, was I hoping this was going to blow up in Dusty's face. I, I turned right to my father and I said, this has like Dusty written all over it where he, right. he over manages. And then, you know, you could just see the Phillies putting up four in the seventh. Yeah. You know, 
I was saying the same thing before, Taco. I agree with you 100%. It's not about, oh, the... Now, there have been times I've done shows saying that, oh, it's a disgrace that they took, you know, Severino out, and I want to see a no-hitter, and it robbed me of enjoyment, whatever. This was not that. I mean, obviously, I would have loved to have seen an individual pitcher try to actually throw a no-hitter in the World Series, but this was more so to win this game. I think the best opportunity was to keep Javier in for at least another inning or two. Yeah, I don't know how you take him out, you know, Again, the no-hitter set aside because, you know, he would have had to go 140 to right. pitch nine. But how do you take him out and, and not, you know, in the seventh? And, you know, maybe he gets you an extra three or four outs. It's but, the World um, Series. Set, it's uh, a five-run game. I mean, anything could happen with that team in that ballpark, as we've seen. I, I was surprised by that. I mean, his comments after the game, you know, after uh, game three even made no sense. But, and I, you know, part of me wants to see him. He's a lifelong guy. You know, you like to – just like McKeon and all these other guys, you mm-hmm. like to see them get their rings at the end if they can. But uh, I, I'm not so sure he's deserving of it on some of these Well, things, Buck, let's, let's I, get – I want Dusty to get it this year and Buck to get it next year. You agree? Buddy, I love Buck, man. Yeah, Taco, No, 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 I do, I do want to see Buck get it. I admit it because I want to see us get rid of Boone and I want Buck back in pinstripes in two years, buddy. <laughs> That's fine with me if you get – you know what? If Buck wins a ring with the Mets, then thanks for the call, Taco Frank. Enjoy the game later on tonight, Game 5. That is going to be a huge game. I mean, needless to say, it's Game 5 of the World Series. But 2-2, Verlander on the mound. Last game at home for Philly, just an enormous game. Everything on the line. Hey, if Buck wins a World Series this year or next – and wants the bolt to go back to the Yankees, I'm fine with that. Tyler is in Dick's Hills. What's up, Tyler? Hey, how are you doing tonight? How are you, Tyler? I'm doing good. I just wanted to uh, talk about a couple of things. First off, you were mentioning before uh, the Cashman and Boone are talking on Friday. Um, did I miss something, or did they give Cashman a deal yet? Or I know he's coming it, back. It has not been announced. Nothing has been announced. I'm assuming that they will... It's supposed to be just the end of the year discussion with Boone and Cashman, but I'm assuming that they're going to also announce that both those guys will be retained. Okay. Okay. So okay. So we'll probably hear something about that Friday. I would. I would guess. I don't know that. All I know that they are. You know. You know. Normally these teams, the Mets had it with Epler and, and Showalter. They after the season ends, they have the meeting with the general manager and the manager where they meet yeah, the media. Okay. But the fact that Cashman would be there. It would Hal already said Boone's coming back, so that's not a question. And Cashman's contract expired. Maybe something got done recently. I, I don't know, but I would assume that yeah, we'll hear definitively on Friday tomorrow. Okay, I think what we they should do with Cashman. Um, I think you should just give him a two year deal, tie him up to Boone, and then twenty twenty four, win or lose, I think both of them should just be gone. Because I don't think I don't think he's going to be gone this year. And I don't, I don't think you could give him a deal longer than Boone because I think if one of them goes, both of them got to go. I don't think I think they're tied to each other pretty much. Fair enough. But if they win, then maybe you extend them eventually. But uh, the point is, they got to win to do so. Yes, they got to win. And um, a couple moves for this off season, I think, is one: Jade uh, Josh Donaldson has to go, Hicks has to go, and then I think if you non-tender IKF, that's like forty to forty-five million uh, saved. And then that's money for judge, and that's money for pitching. That's money for get get. We need a number three guy because now Nestor, I think, after a full year, is a solid, solidified number two. But now it's questions like: Do we resign Tyone? 
can Severino stay healthy for a full year? I think we need another starter. Well, I mean, I think you could always use starting rotation depth, Tyler, and thank you for the call. You know, I've heard a couple people mention or not mention Severino. How could you not? He'll, Severino will be back, and I, I there's going to be injury questions with everybody. It may be more so with Sevy, but I would look at Severino as a mainstay in that rotation. I don't look at the Yankees and think that the rotation is a problem. I feel like they'll figure that out. It's pretty set right now with Cole atop it. You have Cortez. You know, Montas sucks, but he's coming back. Maybe he'll be okay in the regular season. And like I said, I love Sevy. But either way, they want to add another arm or two in there or, or add some depth. The Yankees will figure out the rotation. Remember, that's something, too, you could always add at the deadline like they did this year. They didn't add the right guy, but they did add a guy. I'm more worried about the construction of the team, the look of that lineup. That's where they have failed. And it starts with Aaron Judge. And assuming Judge is back, how are they then going to improve? I don't think Donaldson's going anywhere. Who would take Donaldson off your hands right now? He's terrible. He's getting $20 million a year. I think there's $21 million next year and then an option for $8 million after that. Which, okay, maybe they could decline the option after that. But they're still paying $8 million to let him go. You know, they got to decide on Rizzo. Are they going to want to bring Rizzo back? What are they going to do with Glaber? Are you going to roll the dice again another year with Glaber Torres? Double down on him? They're a mess right now with that. LeMahieu, where's he going? He should be back. Hopefully he could be healthy this year finally, but I, I don't know why I would trust that that would be the case after the last couple of years. Guys always hurt. No, at least right now, the only thing that feels like it's set, and I do assume that they're going to bring up Peraza to play short every day. Cabrera should have a role on this team consistently. Bader is going to be in center field. Are they going to move Stanton, or is Stanton going to be their DH slash right fielder? I mean, is he going to be insurance in case Judge goes? There are so many question marks with key parts of this Yankee lineup. That, to me, is where my focus is at with them, not necessarily the starting rotation at this point. 877-337-6666. Keep it going with your calls, whatever it is you want to discuss. Yankees, Mets, you want to get into the Knicks and their loss last night to the Hawks. We could do that as well. The World Series, of course, after last night. The combined no-hitter. Is it really a no-hitter if multiple pitchers have to throw the no-hitter? I don't think so. Get into Game 5 tonight. Verlander, that is going to be a must-watch, huge game. Even if you're on the fringe of interest in this World Series, that's a, that is a must-watch, big-time matchup. I mean, I'll be locked into every pitch of that one tonight. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
be the bull. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. amazing how one game, one day, can change the entire look of the series. After last night's game, I truly felt like we were not seeing the series go back to Houston. And now, all of a sudden, you see the no-hitter in Game 4 and Verlander versus Syndergaard in Game 5. And it's hard to logically come up with a way that the Phillies are going to win this World Series. I mean, if the Phillies lose tonight, they're done. They're not, they're not going to be able to win both in Houston, are they? I don't know. I guess you can't say uh, can't count anybody out, or or shouldn't say that. Can't count the Phillies out this year after everything that we've seen from them. We're headed down the home stretch in football and hoops and hockey are both underway. Wager on all of it and more right now with Superbook Sports. Hey, Sal Licata here for the best wagering app around. <laughs> so weird. I'm already saying I'm Sal Licata. Yeah, I hope you know who it is at this point listening to the show. But anyway, it's me, Sal, and I'm speaking for the best wagering app around. Superbook has a dedicated team of odds makers in Las Vegas and now has a $1,000 first bet bonus. When the sports world is busy, get busy winning money. Download the Superbook Sports app in New Jersey or visit Superbook.com and start placing your bets now. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I got to tell you, I love Superbook. The app is great. It's the only spot that I go for for all the odds. And obviously, you can only bet in Jersey, but it's such a clean app. I downloaded it anytime I have an issue, anytime I have a question. Like right now, I'm looking at it. Astros minus 148 for tomorrow. Phil's plus 138. The Phillies plus 138 at home, that's tempting. But I wonder what the, let's see if they have, do they have series prices up still at this point? Yeah, they do. Series price. Fleegs, you have a guess? Did you look at this, what the series price would be after last night's game four? No, I didn't get a chance to look. Take a guess. So after the team split the first two, the series price was really close to the original price. I'm going to say it's more now. Although, I also would have thought the Astros would be a heavier favorite in a Verlander versus Syndergaard matchup. I would have guessed they'd be like 170 for the game. So I was initially going to say Phillies plus 210 for the series. Now I'm going to go down and say Phillies are plus 185 for the series. Phillies plus 160. Strohs minus 180. Uh, they're still... Yeah, yeah, it's showing the, the the line is really indicating that the Phillies are still very much alive in this series. Yeah, I don't. And think that, that's the same close to 160 that it was again to start b- the series. We wanted to start right. right. Usually, when the favorite and the underdog split, and especially now that you would say the Astros have home field advantage right. if it goes the full distance, that I would have thought that line would creep back up to Phillies. You know, be plus like 170, 175 at least for the series, but. It's not really budging. I don't like either price at this point. I think the Astros, I I can't bet against the Phillies, but I can't bet with them at only plus 160 at this point where you're staring at Verlander and two more games in Houston after this one. Right. That that line tells me that the Phillies have more of a chance than I would think going into Verlander versus Syndergaard and then the Astros being home for the two games after that if they're both necessary. But at the same time, it's not enough value for me to want to bet on the Phillies, especially if you already got them before the series, then there's no added value because you're basically just double-dipping on the right. same bet. 
Right. It is even now, but like you said, it's it's a little bit different because of the pitching matchup, the way that it lines up with game one. Plus the health of Wheeler, I guess, is still going to be a concern potentially for game six. He's supposed to start game six, right? And then Suarez again in game seven. And you know, if it you know if the Astros are able to win, Valdez is a guy that the Phillies weren't able to do much against. I'm just looking at the the bets that I would make, and I got to do something tomorrow for this game. I usually lay low. Phillies total runs tomorrow. Off of getting no hit, at home, game five, last game of the year at home, no matter what, what do you think their total runs is here? Against Verlander, even though they hit him, I'm going to say it's four and a half. Dude, two and a half. Re- that's it, really? Might, now it's minus 140. I know. Two that's, and, okay, so that's a lot. But of still, it's, you're less than one I half. Thought, two I, and a I half runs? Probably, you know, maybe three and a half, and I was going to be really aggressive. That's why I gave the four and a half. I that's, may have to bet this now. Usually, the lowest that I've seen is three and a half. Like, the Yankees would be three and a half. The Astros in game one. Again, oh, not game one. Was it game three that Syndergaard was supposed to start? I was the gonna, rain out, yeah. Yeah, the rain out. I was going to bet the Astros against Syndergaard to go over three and a half. Let me see what the Astros... Well, that's when you would Phillies think tomorrow... Two and a half. You would like the over in general just because you have to think. With the way he pitches now, Syndergaard is the type of guy that it's profiles for the game. Astros to destroy. Right, they're going to mash him. He's a softy. He's a soft... The Astros' total runs is over three and a half. Astros over well, three I, and a half. I love that number. Me too. Same thing. I, I mean, the, the over three and a half the first time through the lineup. So this is what doesn't make sense for me. The over for the Phillies is two and a half. The over for the Astros is three and a half. The over for the game is seven and a half. Now, I get that you could have one team lighting one team it up. Could, right. I know, but still, I mean... It's a big disparity. It's a, it's a run and a half disparity. You would expect it to be a little bit closer. The Phillies line should be minus, should be three and a half. You know what you could do tomorrow if you think the Phillies have a shot and you don't want to get involved in all the props. Do a parlay, Philly, Philly, Phillies Eagle, over. Phil, no, Phillies oh, and Eagles. The Eagles. Oh, I mean, you you can't do it the reverse I'm way. Watching the Eagles the, game tomorrow. Well, you don't have to watch it. To I mean, the Eagles should take care of business against the Texans. You can't do it the reverse unless you. Want to you know get a really nice price and think the Texans have a shot in the world of beating the Eagles, but that might be the way to go. Honestly, whatever team you like, parlay them with the with the Eagles, Eagles money line. Yeah, yeah, right. Because then you get a a better price with the parlay. Anyway, fascinating. I'm gonna drive over to Jersey after the show and place my wagers via Superbook and Superbook Sports. Check out the app eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Chris is calling from Beacon. What's up, Chris? Yo, Sal. What's going on? What's up, Chris? Nothing much. Hey, far as Syndergaard, you know, we created this guy with his with his uh his fake superhero name, the Bum. That's why we uh gave him that little qualifying arm so he can just leave anyway. We didn't want him anyway. How about him? Um, well, I mean, look, the Mets got Scherzer, but how about him continuing to take shots, Syndergaard? What's he obsessed with us for? What does he want? He's playing the World Series. We're sitting home watching. So what does he care about us for? He's obsessed with the Mets, and he doesn't want to face the Mets. Maybe, I hope well, maybe maybe he wants a big contract. He knows we got the rich owner in sports. Maybe he thinks he's going to get that, or he's mad that Scherzer got that forty-three million dollars, and we gave him, we offered him what seventeen million or something like that. I hope he resigns with Philly, and I hope that he actually faces the Mets. I, I you know what? Matter of fact, I don't care where he resigns. I just want him to face the Mets this year and not run and hide from the Mets. I hope he just flies off somewhere another planet with a stupid hammer in his hand. <laughs> um. So I'm, I'm gonna. I want to talk about Judge, but I want to make one little point about the Jets before you, you know, get rid of me at the end, just quickly. But with Judge, 
like I've been telling you weeks ago, you know, I don't think they were ever planning on signing him. And, um, you know, I saw, I saw you on baseball tonight. I don't know. You had this guy on there and he was talking about, you know, I guess the expert on these, on these contracts, he said that, you know, the most he, anybody's about this three or four. I, I think that's ridiculous. I yeah. Think, Jim, that was Jim Duquette, former Mets yeah, general manager, Jim Duquette, normally, and a regular contributor. I thought he was and, low on that myself. But. Well, I think, I think he's just thinking in a normal time that maybe a guy at 31 years old, that's what he'd be worth. But I think at this point in time, people are going to be offering all, all types of money. You know, like, I think I think he's going to get at least three. I think we lost Chris. Be the Yankees. Oh, no. Well, look at you coming back to life. Your, yeah. phone, your phone was cutting out there. Jim oh, did say, though. No, Jim, yeah, Jim did say it was $304 million was the contract that he thought he would draw up. But he did yeah. say that there's always the chance somebody could go out there and you know, get to maybe 350, something like that, if one team comes out and just wants to, like the Giants, for example, yeah. wants to blow Judge away. And that's what I think is going to happen because I don't think the Yankees are going to go anywhere. I don't think they were planning on going even over 275 tops. But I also saw you on, on uh, Kim Jones the other day with you, and she said what I was telling you the other day. I said, listen, they were haggling over a couple million dollars on arbitration, and this is when he was already having a historic year. So why, if they're going to try to save $2 million at that point, you think they were going to go up to another $100 million or $75 million? No. And look at and look at the callers since – and they already know what's going to happen. Look at the callers after the after they got knocked out. How many people were calling you saying, you know what, you know, he's not even worth it. He, you know, he can't hit when it matters in the playoffs. That's what they expect anyway. And the Yankees know that people, eventually people are going to get over anyway. They'll move some other people. They'll get some people in here, and they'll just move on. I think they might be better off if they yeah. – uh, I, I know it sounds crazy, but to build a team the right way and to not have restrictions where you're tied up with 350 and one guy on top of Garrett Cole and John Carl Stanton, yeah. they, yeah. might be be- they might be better long-term. They might be better off if Judge takes the extra money. Now, like I said, I want Judge to be back with the Yankees. I think yep. it's a perfect fit. Obviously, the Yankees kind of need to bring him back. But if it starts getting ridiculous, I would prefer the Yankees stick to their line in the sand than exceed mm-hmm. it just because they feel they have to bring him back because the fans will riot if they don't. And this is not the same Yankees. It's not George Yankees where he's going to go all in on players. Like He wouldn't even allow that to happen. You know, his son, you know, talking about budgeting and inflation and everything like that. They're, they're, they were never going on. And plus, another point I told you about also was the fact that they publicly tried to shame him to the fans, saying how, how, how he didn't accept that offer. And like I told you, you know, how the fans were just booing over it. And, you know, they, they were, he, they, he was, they were, I don't think he likes the organization. And I think he was, I think he's ready to go somewhere else. He had a historic year and he's moving on, but, um, Quickly on the Jets, you know, um, look, like I said, this kid, I don't care what happens this weekend. He needs to learn. I don't care if it's a blowout. This kid needs to be out there and learn like any other job. You know, I hear him hearing people throughout the week saying, maybe it's time for him to sit for a couple weeks just to watch. That you're not, He's not learning by that now. You know, those days used to happen when you had these great quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, whatever, that sat behind a good quarterback and watched and learned. He's already on the field. The kid needs to learn either way. And, you know, look, I don't care what happens this weekend. If Well, I mean, you like to see him go out there and compete and play well. What do you mean yeah. you don't care what happens? Well, that's why I'm saying, no, I mean, he needs. To, I want him to do well, but I want him to learn if, if he's, you know, making mistakes or, you know, the right. defense, if, if, you know, Josh Allen's scoring 80 points, that's not on him, that's the defense. But it's no circumstance now, and I'm going to let you go after this. I don't care what happens. If I have to see crappy Mike White at any point in this game, <laughs> 
I'm going to jump off my local bridge. Have well, a good night, don't do that, Chris. And thank you for the call. Are there bridges in Beacon? I don't know, but be careful. Don't do that. And you really shouldn't even joke like that. However, the play of Zach Wilson is going to be now scrutinized. I mean, look, it's always been about the quarterback, right? You want to see him develop and see what he could do here. But after last week and throwing the three interceptions, it's going to be even more now under scrutiny and seeing if he can respond, bounce back, not make the stupid boneheaded decisions that he made a week ago against the Patriots. And you want to have some signs that moving forward, you trust that this guy can be the franchise quarterback. I believe that he can be. I believe that he will be. But he's got to go out there and do it. Just because me or Joe Douglas or whoever else believes in him doesn't mean that it's going to happen. We have to actually see it happen. He's got to do it. I would love to see a big game from Zach Wilson this week. Oh, man, will I be rooting for that? I would love to see a huge game from him. And imagine the Jets can compete. Hey, and if if the defense is as good as everybody thinks it is, then why can't they compete? Why can't they go beat the Bills? Bills do have a loss, right? Joey's calling from Perth Amboy, New Jersey. Joey? How you doing there, Sal? Good, Joey. How are you? Good, good, good. Listen, one thing I want to say for sure. If I was the owner of any sports team, regardless, you don't want to be on my team? Fine. I don't want you. Agreed. You know, and because... When you go out there and perform and you go less than your performance, you're hurting the rest of the guys. That's being said. Well, wouldn't you want to have a, a mentality, Joey? If you're the owner, you'd say, okay, we want you back at this particular price, and that's it. If you don't want to be here for that and you think you go somewhere else, fine. Or if they just don't want to be here in general, then see you later. Then who the hell needs you? I don't care how good you are. You don't want to be here. We'll hey. go to you. Exactly. And the other thing is, is that you know, with the uh, with the way the Mets are going right now, I tell you one thing: I'd go after Judge. I really would. Well, I listen to what he wants. I listen to what he wants, and then I would go maybe under, but then I would give him those incentives. Well, what do you mean? You know, well, number of games playing. Well, he's not going to uh, judge. Going to get a guaranteed contract. Well, I mean, there might be incentives that you know, if he hits a certain amount of homers, he gets even more money. That's but, what I'm talking yeah, about. But yeah, but it's not. It's not going to be a contract that's going to be. It's going to be exceeding. It's going to be on top of whatever the huge number that he's going to get per year. It's not going to be. Oh well, if you do this, you're going to get that. It's just going to be. Oh yeah, here's a bonus. If you hit 55 homers, we'll throw in another. I don't know. Whatever it may be. 500,000. I'm not sure what that would be. Here's the, here's the bottom line. Mets are not going after Aaron Judge. Well, unless the unless the Yankees say, "No, I know and I get it and thank you for the call, Joey." Unless the Yankees say that they are out on Judge, you know, let's say the 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 price gets too steep and the Yankees are going to just say, well, we're, we were going to go to 305. It's already at 320, 350. We're out. Maybe the Mets consider it then, but the Mets are not going to try to steal Aaron Judge. Not going to do it. Bob is calling from Bayside. What's up, Bob? Not going to do it. How are you? Not going to do it. How are you, Bob? Uh, yeah, uh, Marco was right before when he talked about, you know, 
I can testify from being a Yankee fan. These owners are a millionaire billionaires club. They do they do not want the salary structure to become so astronomical. I'll give you an example. In 2001, uh, a 26 year old Alex Rodriguez came to Texas from Seattle. He was in, entering his prime. He put up big numbers, and all the owners were livid. They were angry that the owner of Texas gave Alex Rodriguez 25 million a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that time, it was it was breaking the set what the salary structure was. I think the highest everyday play was making 14 or 15. You could check it out. But I remember the owners being, and then the, then the Yankees three years later took the contract over with a deal. Texas paid part. Mm-hmm. That, but it's a club with these people. That, that's why I don't think that uh, we're, we're both here in New York. I don't think Stevie Cohen wants to make an enemy out of Yankee fans. He doesn't. An enemy out of Stein. He does not. Yeah. I mean, the guy's got untold millions. He's a big, big match fan, but I don't think he's going to break any banks. But one other thing, if the, if the Yankees offer Judge $40 million for for eight years and San Francisco comes in at forty-five, and Judge, because of the history and the brand, wants to be a Yankee, you know what he's going to say to himself? What's the difference between $40 million and $45 million a year? For eight years, I'm going to be a wealthy man. I can't even spend the other $5 million. Right. Well, you're talking about $40 million. That's the difference. I'm talking about forty million a year offered by the Yankees. No, no, I'm saying the difference overall would be forty million, right? No, uh, yeah, the difference overall, right? right. So he's got to decide yeah. between forty million or the Yankees. I mean, that's forty million's a lot of money. Now, in his world, you know, it's kind of a drop in the bucket. To your point, but we don't know. You can't tell somebody to leave forty million bucks on the table. That's a lot of money. He'll make more endorsements here in New York. I don't know about that. He's Aaron Judge. He can make endorsement money anywhere. (laughs) Well, there's other things he can do here in New York. Listen, do you need more? Sal, you're a working guy. You make $40 million a year. Wouldn't that be enough for you the rest of your life for eight years? Well, of, but I mean, of course, but it's different. We're we're not in that stratosphere, obviously. You or I. This is we're living in real life. Aaron Judge is in fantasy land, but I'll tell you, money is money, and I, it's like yeah, good starting yeah. pitching. I don't think you could ever have enough of it necessarily. At least I, I don't know if you can because I'm not getting anywhere close to having enough of it. So I, I have a hard time thinking though, long term, for forty million dollars to do the same job. I mean, forty million is a lot. I don't know what the equivalent would be, but if somebody offered me the equivalent of forty million dollars more to go do a talk show somewhere else, I am leaving. I will tell you that right now. I am leaving. See you later. Loved you, New York. The NL East is over, and so is my New York show. See you later. <laughs> yeah, stop. Come on, you wouldn't leave us. You're a New Yorker. Come on. What's that, Bob? <laughs> You wouldn't leave us, Sal. You're in New York. Yeah, you wouldn't want to go live. Uh, you want to go to true. Cleveland and live? No, live I don't. I know. Truth be told, I, 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 it would. No, I would not want to leave. You know, that's my point about uh, uh, pe- people turning down a little bit more money. Their kids are in schools. Their kids have friends. They love the area. Their wife loves the area. You know, there's other things involved aside from another few million a year. But most you know. guys, Bob, you know this. Most guys, most, not all. Most guys do take the money. Yeah, Mike Francesa used to have a famous comment. Whenever someone says it's the principle, it's not the money, it's the money. Yeah, right, of course. <laughs> and you're talking about, that's what I mean, and it's hard to, and thanks for the call, Bob, I appreciate you checking in. Hard, what's the equivalent to that, Fleegs? Like, I don't, 40 million bucks? Like, 
It, it's, I mean, whatever it is, it's still, even yes, they make that much money. It's life-changing money. And I get the argument Bob's making. We've all made it. I've made it to an extent about Judge. You know, there's so much that comes with the Yankees. He's probably the captain if he stays. Mm-hmm. But like you just pointed out, in the end, we have to acknowledge that a lot of these guys do take the money if it's that big of a difference. That's a big difference. Now, and five judge, to judge ten. Could be may- the, judge could be the exception. Judge could be the one that says, you know what, I want to stay in New York. I want to be the captain of the Yankees and spend my entire career here. That's absolutely possible. But most of these guys do if the money is that different. Where we're talking about forty million dollars over the course of eight years, whatever that—that's forty million dollars that goes into his bank for his life, his kids, if he has whatever he wants to do to set up whoever he wants in life. Most of those guys, when the money is that drastic of a difference, they take it. I'm try. I wish I knew the the proper comparison. And what would be I don't equivalent? Even know if there, because also San, you know, if we're talking about San Fran here, it's well, it doesn't going matter. Back, it, it's going back home for him. Well, like that this is, is true. You know, and it's going to still a big city. It's not, you know, getting paid all that extra money, but he has to go play baseball in the middle of nowhere or for some awful franchise that's never going to be competitive. You know, it's not like he has to go play for, you know, the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's a nice city, but again, it's a franchise mm-hmm. that's never going to matter. Like, I don't know. The equivalent for you would be going doing sports talk in uh, Alaska. Yeah, right. There, it's a different business. Like sports talk only matters, at least in in our world, in New York. Like I don't care what goes on elsewhere. Right, you have to go talk about the Iditarod in Alaska and freeze your you know tail off every single day and be miserable. Right. So how much money but would that, it take with, with Aaron? Ju- right. Uh, then maybe you'd have a different discussion. But with Aaron Judge, if we're talking San Fran, none of that's an option. It's going home and to a beautiful city that's just on the other side of the country for us. But for him, it's where he's from. Well, that's that's a different X factor. That's not just choosing the money. He's also choosing the most money and There's money going with home. no downside other than saying goodbye to the Yankees. Right. And with, he, with any scenario we come up for you, like even Atlanta, you have whoever. ties there. You root for a team, but, you know, this is still your home. Like, there's, it's hard to come up with one that has... I'd be leaving. I'd have to leave my home. downside, right. Yeah. No, it would take, it would take it would, a while. It would, if anything, it would be... Offering you much more money to do a different job, probably. That would be the closest comparison we could come up with for you, where you get to stay home, your family here, all that. You get a ton of money, but you can't do what you love every day. Right, but forget me for a second. Let's put whoever. They have a job that, hey, honey, I got an opportunity to go do this job in such and such market. Almost everybody is taking. If if, if you just tell the average person it's an extra what, $200,000 a year? I don't know what the equivalent, whatever the equivalent it is. It's a lot of money. It's a noticeable right. amount of money that could change your life. Right, but is it that noticeable from 300 to 340 I guess that's my point. I mean, I guess we say no because we can only dream about amounts of money like that, but the evidence is that almost every athlete over the last however many years of free agency has well, said yes. All right, let's dummy it down a little bit, and I'm just going to throw out numbers there that at least maybe would be – they're unrealistic to a certain extent, but let's just say that they're at least – you know, relatable. So let's just say you're making five hundred thousand dollars, and another market offers you six hundred thousand dollars. Are you leaving for that? Well, I'm saying no, because again, I can't even put it in the frame. If I was well, making five hundred thousand dollars doing well, whatever, this, right, but I'd I'm be just, over the moon. Right, I'm just I think throw, if you just say like, let's say it's a you know, hundred thousand. All right, whatever. Hundred thousand. Right, an right. extra one. You know, an extra twenty percent on top of what you make, which would be what. Do, do the math on that. I'm not good with well, the math. Well, whatever. Just whatever. Say it's 100. Right, you make do, 100, and they're going to offer you. We even go from 100 to 150. Right. It's 150% I personally increase. would not leave for that. 
Me I personally. Pro- I probably wouldn't. It also depends where it is. Now, again, I don't have kids yet. Like, I think that's the situation depending on where we're going. You know, my wife, yeah, your wife might say, stories. yeah, you know, you have to take it. Well, everybody's got their own different issues. And then again, with Judge, we're adding in the fact of he'd be going home, not leaving home, going home. See, it is different, though. I don't think there is a good comparison. You're right about the going home part. But just the once you make, like, I always use this Seinfeld line, once something's wet, it's wet. Once you make $300 million, you, you've, I mean, you've made it. But. $40 million is nothing to scoff at, regardless of if you have 300 of it or not. Right, and again, we all say that. For, to us, that, like, every single person, in like, just blue-collar working, we're all going to think that. But the evidence tells us that the athletes think differently. But it is different. You're getting $40 million more dollars, like... You could sit here and say, we could say, well, you have 300. What do you need another 40? What do I need another 40 for? I mean, because well, I want, I'll find something I want to do with it. I'll buy an extra, whatever. I'll use it to get invest in something, lot. whatever, right? What's the, well, we have to go over the math. I was going to say, like, what's the percentage of that, of the deal? But, I mean, if it's, well, it's more, uh, if you're talking 300 and then an extra 40, it's more than 10%. Right. That's a significant amount. And do the math of that over the course of his life. It's an extra forty million bucks. Like Plus, that. remember that that's the big number. They are getting taxes taken out of. So just like mm-hmm. they're still making a ton more than we are, but there's a lot being taken out of that. Right. I don't know how to make it comparable to what we do, but either way, or what anybody does, that's not making forty, you know, 40 million dollars a year. But it's a lot of freaking money. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.